Life as a woman in the 21st century is challenging. We experience social pressures to have a great job, be the best mom, partner, daughter, and maybe for some, depending on your age, caregivers for your parents. That means we have limited time for self-care. But did you know that taking just 20 minutes of me time three to five times a week will actually make you calmer, centered, and more productive in whatever it is that you need to do? One of the best ways I find my inner calm is to do yoga, of course, but also to learn something new and exciting, to get my mindset away from that monumental to-do list. Life is so serious so much of the time, so it's important to lighten up and take a break from it all. In this podcast, we will be discussing topics that I find fascinating and that help me get into a positive present moment headspace. Appropriately titled Yoga, the Moon, and Me, we will be discussing yoga, of course, but also spirituality, travel, the moon, her energy and her phases, and, well, life. You can find a new podcast here each week, sometimes just me, and sometimes I'll have a partner in crime. I don't take myself too seriously, and I believe that most problems can be solved by a conversation and 60 good minutes on a yoga mat. So from my sacred space to yours, welcome to the Yoga, the Moon, and Me podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Pieces of You Manitoulin, offering in-person and online courses and healing sessions. If you are interested in learning how to connect with your higher self, check out Ashley's upcoming program called Your Guiding Light, beginning Thursday, November the 3rd. This is a five-week program introducing students to muscle testing as a way of checking in with the higher self. In this way, you bypass your ego and go straight to what is truth. Students will also learn a technique called sway release, which is a waking hypnotic technique that works with the right and left hemisphere of the brain. We use sway to release old programs which do not serve you and to invite in new beliefs which will serve your highest and greatest good. For more information, go to www.piecesofyoumanitoulin.com and that's pieces, P-E-A-C-E-S. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me today. Today we're talking about the ebb and flow of our spiritual connection. And I was thinking as I was preparing for this podcast that this topic could be a wee bit risque. I'm sure you've all experienced going to a party and there's always that one person that wants to talk about politics or religion and get everybody all fired up. You know, those moments when you don't know where to look and you want to say something, but you don't want to offend anyone. Well, I'm ripping off the Band-Aid today and I'm just going to talk about it. I'm only going to talk about religion for a moment and then we'll move on to spirituality. So here's my backstory with religion. I was born and raised a Christian, Protestant to be specific. Sidebar, I was 52 years old when I realized the word protest is part of the word that defines my religion. Um, Yeah, feels like another podcast. Anyways, I went to a small rural Ontario United Church. So I suppose from birth, really, I had access to the notion of God or a higher power. In my early years, I was taught 
what it meant to be religious, how to be a good Christian, the Ten Commandments, and so on. Back then as a kid, I think I went through all the typical feels. Sunday school was pretty fun, learning, praying, hanging with friends. But we always had to go to both, Sunday school first, and then another hour of church. So that, for a little kid, felt pretty long, and the sermons felt over my head, dry, boring. I always thought it was ironic that I had to sit up and pay attention while the old boy behind me fell asleep every single week. Can you imagine being that poor minister, looking out at your crowd, your congregation, and seeing everyone nodding off? That's got to be tough. I feel like my relationship with religion has changed over the years. Why don't we define a few things first? Because in my mind, religion and spirituality are two separate things. So, definitions. Religion. The belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a god or gods. A particular system of faith and worship. Religion is organized, there are rules and hierarchies, and this is something that you do as a group. Spirituality, the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or sense or belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience, and that the greater whole of which we are a part is cosmic or divine in nature. So my take on this, religion is worshipping as a group and spirituality is more of an independent endeavor. In my 52 years on this earth, my belief in God, source, creator, has never wavered. I've always tried to live a life of faith rather than being guided by fear. I'll have to tell you, that's not always been easy. I'll say that as I've matured, though, I have shifted from needing or wanting to be in an organized religion to someone that would rather explore my spirituality independently, free from rules and rights and wrongs that come with religion. I can never buy into the thought that if I didn't go to church on Sunday, or if I didn't make ten pies for the church supper, that I was somehow a subpar Christian. I have to believe that there will still be love for me, even if I choose to sit with God on a Tuesday afternoon on my back deck. When I started teaching yoga 12 years ago, I was shocked when I encountered people that told me my yoga teachings were going against God and religion, that it was the work of the devil. Really? The rationale was that in clearing the mind of constant repetitive thought through meditation, I was allowing room for the devil to creep in. Oh boy. That is an example of living in fear, definitely not faith. First of all, yoga isn't a religion. It's a philosophy and a way of life. And I've always stood firm in the belief that when I pray, I talk to God. And when I meditate, I allow space for God to talk to me. If anything, I think my yoga practice has deepened my connection to Source by meditating regularly and setting aside my thoughts and worries, getting out of my head. I've been able to feel that deeper connection with the divine. Taking time to see Creator in everything is something that I try to practice as often as I can. And right now it's autumn in Canada. Well, 
it it's just so easy right now to do as I think we're all trying to spend as much time outdoors as we can surrounded by the magnificent colors and to me being present with God's creations is being in spirit and it feels amazing there are times though that life gets crazy and busy and in these moments, when we are so firmly planted in the mundane aspects of this earth experience, our connection to spirit can feel quite distant. I think the reality is we are the ones that are distant. It's not like God has left us in a lurch because we haven't made the right pies. Creator is always present. there supporting us. It's us that are just too busy to notice. A few weeks ago, a client of mine sent me a note that she was struggling with her connection to God, Source, Creator. And I think that's normal at times. Sometimes we feel glorious, cup completely full, radiating with God's light and love. And other times we feel distant and disconnected. My advice to her was just to trust in the ebb and flow process and to be okay with where she is right now. Experience has taught me that the more I fight against something, the more it will persist. If I'm able to sit in the present moment and become the observer of what is taking up my attention, what is distracting me, then I am better able to move out of this place with ease rather than resistance. Spirituality for me is listening to my soul self rather than fumbling along being guided by my ego. For example, my ego might tell me to be jealous when my neighbor gets a new expensive car, but my soul self guides me to be happy for them, to celebrate their wins with them as if they were mine too, because after all, we are all connected. Spirituality for me is feeling connected to my ancestors, even the ones that are no longer on this earth plane with me, feeling their love and support long after they have taken their last breath in their physical body. Spirituality for me is living in grace, assigning value to friendships, relationships, experiences, rather than stuff that honestly becomes unimportant the minute we attain it. Spirituality for me is learning to love and accept myself as God would love and accept me. So when these feelings leave me, I know I am in the ebb and flow process. Living in faith, I'm always sure that my connection to spirit will return. It's just a matter of time. Final thought. I don't know about you, but I have places that I can go when I'm feeling disconnected. It's just like plugging your cell phone in when the battery is getting low. For me, I have a favorite big old pine tree, not far from my house. It's just a short walk into the bush. And I go, I sit under, beside, on that tree. And somehow, it acts as my conduit to God. Maybe it's just the act of walking mindfully into the forest, of mindfully taking time out of my busy day. Maybe the tree's truly magic. I'm not sure. All I know is that when my spiritual battery is low, this tree helps me to fill it back up. So, if you haven't found your fill station yet, you might just go looking for it.